Hello everyone, welcome back to Rogue Opinions. My name, as always, is Nathan. And uh, first time joining us all the way from the cult, we managed to turn him into a rogue just for today. And today alone, uh, would people say that you're reanimated, Ian? Um, I'm so <laughs> I'm probably uh, an example of over there, the living, um, they're dead, Nathan. Yeah, if this was a Monday evening, which it isn't, but if it was... Absolutely, because uh, as you know, we always uh, schedule stuff for, for a Monday, and then I'm always like, "No, nah, work's just wiped me out. I can't, I can't they do it?" So, well, after uh, your heavy weekend of being sat out in the cold Scottish air, watching the uh, your beautiful football team, <laughs> <laughs> it probably does, you probably do need a little bit of an electric shock or some sort of curse to wake you up um well well especially nathan because they're they're so shit at the moment so yeah it doesn't oh no <laughs> so that doesn't really help you yeah, you know staring oh, um dear. their relegation in the face unfortunately so yeah. oh dear which which league uh they're the championship so oh, yeah dear. yeah not oh, dear. not great well, maybe a magical wizard can bring you back to life, <laughs> uh, and you can keep you can keep going. Yeah, new series to Rogue Opinions. Um, we, I decided that my love of zombie movies um, needs to be turned into a series because I am a podcaster, so I do feel that my opinions need broadcasting, no matter what they're about. Um, Ian, you were the first port of call. Um, mostly because we're going heavily back in time today, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> which seems to be where your expertise always so, lies. So you pick me, Nathan, because I'm old. Is that what you're saying? Is that well, we've, we have gone for we've gone quite far back ourselves over on Cult Connections. Mm-hmm. We went back just just yesterday, the day we are we went back to 1968. Was it? Uh, we did. We did 1968 for their Barbarella. Um, yeah, uh, we've done um, 75. That was for uh, Sheen Dealman. Uh, yeah, which was absolutely brilliant. They're the furthest back I've gone, and actually, what we're going to do there today as well is to 1932. So, yeah, I do like to. I do like to go back bit of movie magic but we are talking of course about about zombies uh ian what was your kind of the first what was your first experience of a zombie media um they're not always movies yeah so probably for me i think i think film wise either something like um life force um maybe not strictly zombies but certainly that more that unsort of dead feeling um but probably um Dawn of the Dead, I would say. I do remember watching that on the television and being captured by it. It's a, it's a brilliant film. So It's good. The original, I take it. Yeah, the, yeah. Facts. No, no, not that one. No, no, definitely not that version. <laughs> nice. well, for myself, I think it was probably Resident Evil, the video game. Yeah. But I'm sure I probably had seen a movie or maybe some sort of Simpsons episode or something before then. I can't quite can't quite remember. I do remember watching 28 Days Later, uh, which would have come out in 2002, so mm. 10 at the time. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, so that was pretty creepy. Yeah. Uh, be excellent. Um, Killian Murphy. It's like good film. Murphy. I never yeah. know how you say his. Never know how to say his name. Whichever one. But yeah, that was good. But as you've already said today, uh, we're going to split this series rather into sort of three parts. Um, with kind of a fourth being the crescendo. Uh, today we're going to look at everything before. Um, Night of the Living Dead. So where zombies actually came from in sort of film, mm-hmm. um, how they sort of changed, because they have changed along the way. I'm sure every, a lot of people listening are gripped by uh, The Last of Us at the minute, which is kind of zombies, kind of not. Um, but we've had a lot of other sort of things, especially The Walking Dead is quite big at the minute. So this sort of series is going to look at, well, where did zombies start off? And where are they now? So um, we're going all the way back to 1932, uh, as you said, with White Zombie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was sort of the first. That is kind of seen as the first official zombie movie. And it's very, very different to what zombies are actually seen <laughs> as now. There's no flesh-eating brains being ripped out of heads. No. No. Uh, there's no virus of any sort either. It's actually a wizard. <laughs> well, it's so, so, so just to get into its context, Nathan, and you're right, there's nothing modern sort of zombie-ish about it uh, there at all. Really, just just, just the, the name almost, but, um, but there is these, you know, people in the R's, uh, they're sort of possessed, and they do move like, uh, like sort of zombies, and uh, you know they don't uh, don't really speak or anything like that. So, but of course, it comes from, you know, um, like their voodoo and and which which their craft. So from uh, their Haiti or the uh, their sort of Caribbean, and that's where the that's where the um, the original zombie you know stems from. Yeah, and it's quite interesting that that's where they started off because the actual zombie term is kind of have its has its roots very much in voodoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, confined sort of zombies all the way back to kind of the 1600s in literature, million million miles away from as we keep saying the Walking Dead, even white zombie. It's a million miles away from that because they're actually seen as ghouls or ghosts or demons, not rip your flesh off (laughs) virus infected people yeah um but that's where it came from so this is sort of white zombie is almost more i don't want to say loyal to that because it's not if you watch it it just has its roots are sort of in the right place um but it is a it's an interesting movie it's based on a book the magic island by william seabrook um not that i've read it have you ever read it no no might be something to to pick up but yeah it is seen as the first feature length zombie movie it is a loose and it does have a loose sequel which is the revolt of the zombies which came out four years later Mm -hmm. um have you seen the revolt of the zombies um i think so nathan yeah I'm, i'm pretty sure that i have um i don't think it's up to much actually so no um I'm sure White Zombie was up to much at the time. I, I, I did find myself, I had to admit, a, a tiny bit bored at times during. Well, thankfully, <laughs> it's, it's not... 
Well, I mean, thankfully, it's not that long, you know. So, you know, 1930s films have got that, you know, going for them. It's about one hour, ten, ten their minutes. So it's um, perhaps I might have enjoyed it a bit more than you did. Um, I'm, I'm, I well, one thing that I like to pride myself on when I'm watching something is to be able to <clears throat> hopefully kind of put myself in that mind space of watching it at the time. You know, and what your your um, uh, their sort of reaction would be, because it is a bit, it's a bit, um, they're sort of clunky. It's still a bit, they're sort of stagey. Some of the sounds a bit off. You know, it's still early days for sort of sound sound films. So, um, it's yeah, it's it's so it's of its time. But the highlights are 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 good. You know, the good bits are certainly very good. So. Yeah, and it's um, it's quite going to kind of see throughout the kind of three and four movies that we're going to talk about here. They are sort of more love stories than they are kind of horror in a weird way. Uh-huh. It's an yeah. it's it's an interesting one if you look at something like say white white there zombie, um, you know, so you know, contemporary with um the Dracula. They're they're Frankenstein. Um, uh, they're the Mummy as well. That was nineteen thirty-two, um, and they're all at their heart. They're all um, love love their stories at some in some sort of stage, and that's the that tends to be the they're the plot plot sort of drivers. You know, is uh, uh, that I think I think it takes a while before we see films that are more about. Um, that talk more about um, the, the world in in um, their general, which I, I think um, more modern zombie films actually do really well at, you know, more sort of um, uh, their portrayals of of the, the world and how we um, how we see it. So yeah, so the the story of white white zombie is a kind of a, a couple end up on this. Haitian island because their plane crashed in dramatic fashion. Um, I did enjoy the fact that the plane crashed, and then when the main guy found the pilot, he was like, Oh, it's nothing, just a knock on the head. <laughs> it's like, the plane just crashed, <laughs> but where we are, but they're um, they're gonna get married, um, on this island. But there is a, a Haitian voodoo master, um, called Murder Legendre. <laughs> Uh, murder Le- right. Well, I think it's um, the Legrand. I think Legrand, as, Legrand. as if he was French. Yeah, yes, yeah. something yeah. like that. Um, but he, he, even on the poster, you can kind of see the massive difference because the tagline to the movie is "with his with these zombie eyes." Mm-hmm. He rendered her powerless, um, and it is kind of almost a trance, which sucks all life and personality. And they keep talking about there's a there's a great bit where um, they're playing the piano. Mm-hmm. And the guy talking about how her eyes are dead. They don't sparkle anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, no life behind them. And he kind of begs, because it's a potion, isn't it, as well, that's part of it? Um, yeah, yeah. So there's a few a few sort of elements. Like, you see, he uh, he he sort of hypnotises you and there's, uh, you know, potions. He's got his, he's got his funny hand, hand sort of signal things that he does as well. So, yeah, there's a few... A few different sort of elements, but you know, to be fair to probably to the audiences at at, at the time and the 
the uh, like their sort of producers as well. So stuff like that didn't didn't really matter. No, no, I can't imagine it. It did either. He does a lot of um. He does a lot of wood carvings and bits like that as well. Probably more voodoo dolls. Um, but yeah, in the end, in the end, um, the. Uh, Murderer Glan gets pushed off a cliff, which mm-hmm. is always going to take someone down. Um, Charles, also the main chap, loses his balance and also falls to his death. <laughs> um, Murder's death releases Madeline from the trance, mm-hmm. um, and she's back. Um, our main, our main yeah. uh, heroine is back. Mm. Um, so not quite the needing to desperately find a cure. No, no. Um, nice happy ending. Very, very different. Yeah. <laughs> There's the one thing about these movies is they do, um, and I think it's just older movies in general, they do tend to just come to a, a halt. There's no sort of lingering. They sort of um, killed the bad guy, she's back, done, we're out of here. Yeah. You've, uh-huh. yeah. You've yeah. seen your story. <laughs> well, I mean, um, you know, as well, I'm thinking back then, Nathan, this was probably a, a, a sort of double bill. There was probably the newsreels and other, you know... Yeah. Maybe other sort of short stuff there going on. So, uh, I think their cinema goers certainly back back then. They 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 got their their money's worth, you know, definitely. So, oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, this is a, a sixty-seven to seventy-minute movie. Um, so there definitely would have been bits and pieces around that um, with United the Pictures, but an interesting debut, an official debut for the sort of zombie format. Um, anyway, they were kind of mindless trance uh, rather than anything else. Yeah, it's good. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, from there, the next one that I kind of brought to the table is sort of about nine years later, actually, and it is King of the Zombies, mm-hmm. um, starring someone I had actually heard of, which is Mantan Morland. Um, <laughs> he, He's great in this. Yeah, it took me a while to. Uh, <laughs> To find out where, why do I know that name? Why do I know that name? Uh-huh. I had to end up scrolling through his IMDb, and it's a movie called The Scarlet Clue. Oh, um, that's where I'd heard of him from, and he's in there uh, playing the excellent Birmingham Brown. Um, not a name that you would find used in films these days. <laughs> um, it's just a movie about kind of uh, stealing from the government. Um, and uh, several of them big murder plots. So it's an interesting, it's a 1940s bit of a caper. Yeah. So I would recommend watching it. But yes, Mantan Morland was excellent in this movie. Very funny. The scene where he kind of gets convinced that he's a zombie. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Running around. This is a slightly, would you agree, a slightly more light-hearted movie? Um, I mean, you know, definitely, uh, you know, Mantan Morland, brings those elements there to it. Um, you know, White Zombie's probably pure horror for the time. This one yeah. this one does have lots of different elements, lots of sort of comedy. You know, Manton Mullen brings that in, and he's genuinely funny. Some of the lines there, there that he comes out, out with are absolutely brilliant. For, oh. Yeah. <laughs> For me, Nathan, what I was most kind of struck by with the the film as well. So it's nine forty one. It's pre Pearl Harbor, but but the bad guy is um, they're German, um, and without mentioning 
they're Nazis. He is, you know, he's part of this evil, this sort of access, you know, um, you know, that they say that. And he's been, he's been luring their military, their, per, uh, their personnel to his, uh, their sort of I, I, island. And I was like, hmm, this is, uh, this is a, this is fairly sort of typical of of sort of films at 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 their the time. So even if they don't sort of blatantly say it, they are sort of commenting on 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 the day of the war. Yeah, very very much so. And I think that the, the war would have started in nineteen thirty nine. So a couple couple years in, I don't know how long it took to get a movie through pre production and writing stages. <laughs> when obviously these days it's about twenty five years. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, back then, and and well, I mean, back then for this one, this was a a, a sort of poverty row film, so it was made really quickly, and as you can sort of tell, you know, you know, very limited uh, uh, their sort of budget. I mean, I think set wise, there's only about you know three or four different um, different sets on it, but um, <clears throat> you know, because it's pre pearl. Pearl Har- Harbor, the the Americans hadn't entered the the war, so so for a, a, a their American film to be blatantly anti uh, their sort of Nazis, quite it's um you know it's one of the first ones for them to uh, they sort of comment on it. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. I've just realised I do need to correct myself. I'd said about um, White Zombie that that was where the plane crash was. And it's not. It's King of the Zombies. King of the Zombies with the plane crash, yeah. I watched a few of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> so that is where the, that scene is. So I do apologise. So in White Zombie, they're just in a horse and carriage at the beginning, aren't they? They are, yeah. A bit different from a plane, but... Uh, a yeah. little bit different yeah. from a plane. Yes, yes, that's it. So... Yeah, this is a, a comedy movie. Um, Nantan is kind of the main part of that. There are some really kind of funny moments where he's obviously running upstairs trying to convince everyone to go look around the house. And even though he's saying there's undead zombies everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, gentlemen just around him going, well, do we go have a look? Sure, we'll go have a look. Yeah. <laughs> so some really old school stuff. This is, again, um, we are nowhere near where we're going to end up mm. with these zombie movies because this is still very much a voodoo ritual <laughs> yeah it yeah it is yeah uh-huh. another one i think i think for me nathan a little bit of a precursor um for some of the things obviously it's it is uh, you know commenting on uh, their events at the time um sort of you know plot wise as well they're nazi zombies uh as as uh that's certainly a subject you know there's a good few films um uh, made a lot, lot later that uh, uh, you know covers uh, that that sort of element. So um, their shock waves, which I think is nineteen seventy six, um, you know, dead, uh, dead, dead snows. That was that says uh, you know Nazi zombies as well. So there's a good a good few there, um, but also so for Manton Morland now he 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 is a. He, he was a a um their black actor, and you see that being they sort of commented on in some of of the plot as well. So 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 the three of them they crash there. Um, they're the two white leads get to stay in in a in a nice part of of the the doctor's uh, 
uh, their sort of castle or, or their mansion or whatever it is. Manton has to go off to the uh, the, the servants' their quarters. So um, I did like that. I did like that little, you know, it was sort of definitely sort of commenting on, on um, you know, that part of it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it was. It, these movies are very much products of their time again. Uh, very much like the, the the sort of coloured characters in all in all the movies aren't are always seem to be servants or their maids or their, yeah yeah. Um, there is one character who's literally just down as manservant, <laughs> which is uh, uh, Bill Summers, played by John Archer. Um, he's a manservant slash valet. Um, but yeah, it's it is inter- always interesting when you go back and watch these older movies and see. Wow, this is kind of the mindset at the time. This is what the moviegoer expects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So, in terms of the zombies, we said you've already said there's a doctor who actually turns out to be a foreign spy who's trying to acquire war intelligence from a captured U.S. admiral whose aircraft had also crashed on the island. Um, the doctor is there putting people under his spell using the rituals. And again, it ends up with he has to die and everyone is magically released from being zombies. Um, but they are actually, the word zombie is thrown around a lot mm-hmm. in this movie, mm-hmm. um, which it wasn't so much in White Zombie. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's interesting, so yeah. Uh-huh. But again, you know, like we do see the the sort of movements and things like that. So there's a, there's a group of zombies and they're moving in the same way. Um, so we're starting to get sort of little bits, or uh, you know, you know, perhaps slightly closer to to the zombies that we know now. But yeah, still, still quite far away from it. Fair, yeah, yeah. Fair. we are a good few years away. So, yeah. King of the Zombies, it was nominated for an Academy Award. <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for best music score. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know who ended up winning that, but it didn't end up winning. It did also have a sequel called Revenge of the Zombies mm-hmm. in 1943. Um, Manton Moreland did reprise his role uh, as well. So that could I might have to seek that one out. Yeah, that seems fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we may, we may have to. Um, now you watched one extra movie that I did not get around to being able to see, and which one was that? <coughs> well, for me, Nathan, so I was very taken, and there's a film which um, strictly isn't isn't zombies, but um, they're stylistically uh, it very much it's it's the precursor to uh, to our modern zombie films, very much so. So it's uh, 1964's The Last Man on Earth. Um, starring the fantastic Vincent Price. Um, now, now nerds, Nathan. So, so, so proper nerds will be, will, will, will be going. Hold on. Um, so, the last man on earth is uh, based on uh, Richard Matheson's book "I Am Legend." So, um, obviously, um, you know, remade again in the two thousands with Will Smith. Um, my favourite version is probably 1970, I think it's 1972's The Omega Man with uh, Charlton Heston. Um, but this one for me, this one very much is a big precursor to the night of of, of the, the living 
Um, they're dead. So Vincent Price is the last human alive. He's the last man on on the earth, and he has to. He's basically uh, they're barricaded into his uh, their sort of house while these zombie stroke sort of vampire they sort of creatures um, roam roam uh, the the world. And um, George Romero himself. Um, you know, recognize. You know, he does say this was a huge influence on, on, on my films, and that's uh, and it's it's a good film. I like it a lot. It does look it does look very good. I'm just uh, on the IMDb page for it now, and luckily on IMDb it starts sort of playing scenes of the movies <laughs> on the trailer. Uh-huh. It's, it's weird how they're sort of labelled as vampires, and um, it says he becomes a vampire hunter, but the the kind of movement of the creatures is very zombie yeah yeah their arms out mm-hmm. dead eyed yeah very much like that so it's yeah. weird how there's sort of there is a lot of crossover with these so very so very much so nathan they are you know they do move zombie like um they they act quite zombie like although they can speak or they have limited sort of speech um but there are vampire bits, so these zombies only well, or these they're the on they're dead as it were because they do die and then come back to life. So that's that's one of the aspects as well. So the um so they do um only come out at night time. You know they don't like they're the daylight. Uh, Vincent Price has got their garlic and things. They 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 don't like um like their sort of mirrors. Uh, you know, stakes through the heart and stuff like that. So that, so that's all very vampire-like. But you know, if I'm thinking of, you know, zombie films, you know, let's say sort of Dawn of the Dead, and there's only a few humans left and they're holed up somewhere, or you know, like you mentioned, you know, Twenty Eight Days Later, you know, deserted sort of streets, um, you know, Vincent Price is you know driving round in his like their car, you know, there's no one there. He's yeah, it's 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 all very they're reminiscent of your modern zombie films, and it's and it's a good film as well. It's a great film. It's a great film. Well, we'll make sure to check it out. I'm just having a look on there now, and it is available on Filmbox, which is an extension of Prime. Um, so I will definitely be be checking it out. It's, it's like probably interesting movie. You, uh, it's probably on YouTube. I would imagine it's uh, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Well, what was interesting there, Nathan, then purely, now this is a film I've watched more than once. I've probably watched it maybe three or four of their times. But but for this time, um, and proper film their lovers will probably gasp when I say this, but I, so it's a black and white film. However, um, I watched the, I, I watched the, um, their colorized version, uh, uh, just for the sake of it, I thought I'll give it a go. Um, <laughs> How dare you want to see colour, Ian? It's not what the uh, it's not what the filmmaker intended, <laughs> nor had the ability to do at the time. To be fair, Nathan, what it did do now it is quite a low budget film. It was made in uh, the Italy as well. So, so to be fair, the colourisation made me think more of yeah. I can see that's that's a uh, you know the the. the, the Italy, it's not the states he's in, you know. It's meant to be um, egg this sort of America, but he's not. He's not there. I can, uh, you, uh, you know, tell that. So, 
Yeah, I do wonder when um when the ability to speak was taken away from our returning from the dead people. Because in all the movies we kind of spoke about so far, there is sort of limited speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now at times they are very dead-eyed and no speaking and arms out, but they, there is kind of, because maybe because it's a curse, there are points where the voodoo masters in all of these movies, even the last one that I've got, which is I Walked With a Zombie, mm-hmm. um, it's still voodoo, it's still Haitian, very much inspirations coming from there. This one literally takes place on this plantation. The very first scene of the movie is when our, uh, our star is getting mm-hmm. sent away to look after someone's um, wife, I think. Yeah. And she gets sent to go work, work on a plantation to kind of do that. Um, but there is sort of, when they get down to the cursing, there is sort of limited speech still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Free. I'm wondering when that got taken away and we decided these people don't need to talk. Um, I think, I think really, probably um, the George Romero and, and his and this sort of taken it probably night really does set out the the um the the rules as it were and of course you know there's no set rules for zombies but you know i would certainly say that he that film was um you know copied by so many films afterwards or or, or sort of influenced so so many films you know this is what zombies are etc it's interesting though nathan because i watched the film uh, there for my show just uh, just just say yesterday actually so it's um, the Goliath versus the the vampires it's called um, but that features on dead sort of creatures uh, it's not it's not vampire like at all but like these undead sort of creatures have got sort of bits of flesh hanging off them and they're starting to um, uh, they sort of decay and things like that. Um, you know, possibly another sort of influence for for more modern films. Um, the Mario Bava's Planet of the Vampires again. It's called Vampires, but um, that's quite zombie-like as well. So there's there's so many different little bits in sort of sci-fi, and but yeah, you sort of George, George Romero definitely yeah he's, he's he's he sets out uh you know the modern you know, zombies. Oh, definitely. I think we're still in his image today. There's subtle differences here there, here and there, but really the only differences these days are how fast they move and what caused it. And inevitably it's always a, oh my God, this disease escaped from the factory. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, always, yeah. it's always something like that. Um, I Walked With a Zombie is an interesting one, really, because it's sort of interesting on what its inspirations are. Um, so the screenplay written by Kurt Seedmack mm-hmm. and Ardell Ray, sorry if I'm butchering those names, are based on an article of the same title by Innes Wallace, but also partly reinterprets the narrative of Jane Eyre. Okay. So <laughs> not kind of, now I'm not getting into Abraham Lincoln vampire slayer territory okay. or anything like that, but not kind of the inspiration I bet anyone was kind of expecting me to say. Uh, and as I said, uh, it follows a nurse who travels to take care of the ailing wife of a sugar plantation owner in the Caribbean. Not bad work, mm. you get it. Mm-hmm. 
um, although she her wage, which she was delighted with, uh, was two hundred dollars a month. Mm, so yeah, I bet she was. Yeah, that's that's a decent yeah. wage. Yeah. Since 1943, can you imagine? You're not even allowed to leave your house these days for 200 pounds. <laughs> um, the world has changed. Um, where she witnesses voodoo rituals and possibly encounters the Walking Dead. Mm. Um, that is undead people, not the TV show. Uh, so yeah, so we're still in ritual times. So there's there's nothing like that, but the plot is quite sort of a different one because she witnesses things instead of them kind of happening to her they're sort of happening around her mm-hmm. to begin with and it's very much like she's just trying to get on with things whilst she sort of sees all this strange stuff um so she sort of isn't directly involved in there um but the movie pictures the zombies as sort of these mindless people in a trance but they are actually undead um, okay. rather than just sort of being sort of familiars almost uh-huh. vampire yeah yeah and um, you've probably all actually seen a still from this movie i would imagine there's a still there where darby jones is a zombie and he stood in amongst kind of the sugar plants mm-hmm. the sugar reeds with just a bit of light across his face so the rest of him is entirely kind of in dark and he sort of appears and when i watched the movie i thought i've definitely seen that mm-hmm. before yeah uh, there is an image that's kind of burnt into your into your brain there um but yeah an interesting one is it one you've seen before um i don't think i have seen that one the the nathan but um i wonder though wonder if that would make an interesting the double bill with um their pride um their prejudice and zombies i think it possibly would so if it's influenced by the jna um yeah i think that's uh yeah, I think that would be a good double yeah. bill, yeah. <laughs> There's quite a bit of medical stuff as well. There are scenes there where she's having to deal with like a tropical fever, mm-hmm. trying to help someone which has got into someone's spinal cord. Okay. So there's a bit of medical mm. mystery in right. this movie okay. as well. Um, uh, unfortunately, as we've kind of said, this movie is kind of a product of, this, of its time. So being a plantation in the 40s, there is mm. a bit of... Bit of slaveness going on. A bit, on, of, a bit of dodginess things. going on there, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, weirdly, the zombies is like the third worst thing that's happening at this place. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually quite nice. More food, more foodie stuff. Um, the nurse does end up kind of, uh, the voodoo master becomes kind of obsessed with her, uh-huh. uh, which is where the title comes in I Walked with a Zombie. Mm. It's sort of a bit of loviness going mm-hmm. on there yeah until she obviously realizes what she's dealing with here um naturally as i'm sure you was, you've all worked out once the uh the, the voodoo master is dead everyone's fine apart from the people who were brought back from the dead who do die again um so not and it, uh, definitely an interesting take i'm not sure if i would have watched it and gone hmm, jane eyre <laughs> so if I hadn't have read that, <laughs> I probably would not have known. Hmm. But yeah, I think Pride, Prejudice and Zombies against I Walked with a Zombie. You know, weirdly, I think this movie was better. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No matter in what form it comes in, it's yeah. absolutely mind-numbing to me. <laughs> it's very long. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I like this because it's a tight 16 and we're out. <laughs> Exactly. That's why that's and you know, to be honest, Nathan, now you know that's 
that's generally why why the older films are better because um, even come the the nineteen sixties, it's roughly ninety minutes, you know, for a film, which is which is about right. Um, however, saying that, we we just spoke about a a three hour there twenty minute film, which we absolutely loved. So um, yeah, anything you know goes really, doesn't it? I think it. I think it really depends on your source material and what you're pulling from. Because you look yeah. at one, movies like The Godfather and The Godfather Part Two, and you think, yeah, they earn their length. Like in terms of how long the movie, even a Jean Dillman from yesterday, that movie was designed to be that long. There was no padding. No. In no. there, you, uh, the, it's when you get into the two two hour forty five three hour movies, and you're like. Oh, this must be an epic, and then you find out forty-five of it could have probably been cut. Yeah, it looks like it's what used to be on the DVDs and down as here's delete here's forty minutes of deleted scenes. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Yeah, yeah, there's a reason they were left. Keep it all in. Yeah, keep it all in. (laughs) I wonder again where that's a different podcast, but where did that obsession come from? that we kind of are living in at the minute. But yeah, bring back the 30s and the 40s, 60, yeah. 70 minutes, we're done. We tell the story, we're out. However, Nathan, I do wonder, um, so, so Jane Eyre, Pride and Prejudice, if we're going for the epic long film, yeah. long zombie film, um, I'm thinking um, a remake of 1939's They're Gone With The Wind with zombies, so you know, a big epic, um, their drama, that would be, yeah, I think that would work. I think we are due one. Someone yeah. does need to find one of these older kind of books and, and give us something like that. Like Oliver Twist. Mm. But everyone's undead. So okay. that would make that scene where he asked for more really interesting. <laughs> more more brains, please. Kind of more, oh, more flesh. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you think we need I'm not sure where the voodoo-ness ends. I think it probably ends with the sounds of it with the last man on earth. And then because when we're into Romero territory. Well, last man on earth doesn't really say, well, well, actually last man on earth's more, it's more about, about virus. So there's no voodoo elements really with that. That's, that's that part. Um, however, Nathan, if we're gonna, if we're gonna talk, Post Night of of the Living Dead. Now, some of the Italian films um, still have a voodoo, uh, their sort of connection a little bit. So, um, I think maybe if um, I know people are going to throw, um, let me know at Rogan Score Opinion. You can't point out that one of the Scooby Doo movies did have voodoo master in it, making people entranced. Because hmm. I already know that. So don't don't come at me. Scooby Doo brought it back. There's there's a little bit of of that kind of thing still in say films like um, the zombie flesh eaters or um, the zombie creeping flesh as well. So the zombie flesh eaters, Nathan's a brilliant film. So if you haven't seen it, we have to do that that one. Yeah. But we will bring that back for next week. But I think we will leave our zombies and their voodoo kings um 
and return next time with obviously the night of the living dead and beyond mm-hmm. um so let us know which is your favorite uh pre night of the living dead zombie movie at rogue underscore opinion if you got youtube links to these because a lot of them are on there or they're on bbc iplayer if you're in the uk um that seems to have an epic collection of older movies so um if you are in there throw the links down in your comments as well um and we will be back i'm sure ian i'm gonna uh let you let you be free of my magic for a bit uh, before <laughs> I do, let the people know where they can find you um so well so uh so my main podcast is uh cult connections um if you have listened there before you know that nathan's been on a good few times now actually so um and and actually just this week as well uh talking about um three hours 20 20 minutes of of the Belgian art house uh, cinema. Um, I've just launched a new one as well. So so the Bantha Liberation Front, um, where I will be doing my um, my more sort of current um, uh, uh, um, their TV and film uh, their reviews, starting with the the, the Mandalorian. Um, however, Nathan will be coming back to do. Um, and I can never get the name of it right. Is it Secret Invasion? Is that what? Secret, yeah. Yeah. yeah bit, bit of I've got some Marvel catching up to do. I'm now two, at least a couple series and a couple movies behind now. Right. Um, so maybe when they do Zombies, I will be back, even though they actually already did it. They they, they have done Zombies, yeah. They have done a little yeah. bit of, of their Zombies. I am, yeah. for, I am very much looking forward to it to that but yeah we did uh if you are into your marvel we did do a moon knight series over mm-hmm. connection we did it was um, it was brilliant it was good fun it was it was excellent yeah so you so, so you can hear more of me there uh and if you want to interact with me on social media then uh find me on twitter uh at cult connections Perfect. Well, you can find Rogue Opinions, as I said, at Rogue underscore Opinion. You can find me at Nathan Greenaway. There's loads going on over at Rogue Opinions, not just me, um, but the guys there are pumping out some good good content around the old wrestling. There's some sport. There's something for everyone over there, so come and get involved. Um, and we'll be back uh, next time with slightly more modern, uh, but seeing where, where all the change happened. Where did the voodoo master go? <laughs> and um, where did, where did the virus begin? Where's its source? So thank you very much for listening. We'll be back We're soon. We're coming to get you, Barbara.